0: welcome to insightful principles this channel is designed to give you financial content in the areas of business finance and investing while bringing entrepreneurial stories to the forefront in a transparent dialogue sit back and learn on how you can develop your financial wisdom and create a blueprint for financial freedom welcome back to another edition of insightful principles. My name is Kevin Jenkins, and I'm so grateful you all are listening. You are now tuned in into the 26th episode. And in today's episode, I would like to give you all an alternative approach with designing a business plan. I remember in my entrepreneurship classes back in my college days, I was taught to create a traditional format of a business plan. My business students know what I'm talking about. The one I created took me about 15 pages to write out. Traditional business plans cover everything under the sun, from the executive summary, to the company's description, to the market analysis, to even the management of the organization. Now, don't get me wrong. These aspects are important when developing your business plan. However, I found that there is a more concise way of focusing on specific areas that highlight the growth of your business. You may want to add other components to your Lean Business Canvas, and that's what this episode is all about. I'm going to discuss specifically what a Lean Business Canvas is, and you certainly can add to a Lean Business Canvas, but this strategy is one that you can use to create a philosophy for your company or business idea. So what exactly is the Lean Business Canvas? It simply is a high-level focused business plan that contains key elements only. It provides a visual with communicating your business idea more effectively. Some lenders and investors may ask for more information, but this gives you a good foundation to start and build off on. What I'll do for you all in the show notes, I'll put in the description the Lean Business Canvas PDF, so you can get started and start on yours today. The first concept in your business canvas is the problem. You want to focus on the problem. What are the problems or issues you see within your industry? What frustrates customers the most with the product or service you would like to offer to your target audience? Listing three problems will give you a great basis on the solutions you would like to offer to your customer. Without a problem to solve in your business, you don't have a product or service to offer. It's also great to look at existing alternatives in your industry that have been solved today. The next concept is the solution. This will help you with determining your unique value proposition. You wanna come up with three solutions that solve three problems listed on your Lean Canvas. Your solution will come from observation. Look at your market and see if there is a need that isn't being met in your industry. Ask your customers and write down their thoughts on what you're offering with your product or service. Most of the time, our solutions come from asking questions and applying those learnings. The third concept is your unique value proposition. This is my favorite Simon Sinek once said, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Starting with a why will allow you to develop a single compelling message that states why you are different and worth paying attention to. How do you separate from your competitors? What value do you bring to your target audience? How does your product or service relate to your customer? Do you have a high level concept such as creating content? In order to build credibility with your brand? All of these are great questions to ask yourself when focusing on your unique value proposition. The fourth concept is key metrics. This is vital. Once you're able to start calculating revenue and expenses with your company, these are metrics you can use to measure how well your business is doing. In this section, you may want to look at your gross margin, which is your net sales minus your cost of goods sold, or you may even look at your net profit ratio, which measures the final profitability of your company after all expenses are deducted. The fifth concept is your cost structure. This section is analyzing your variable and fixed costs. And as as some of you may know from listening to my previous episode, variable costs are the costs that vary from month to month that fluctuate and your fixed costs are gonna be the costs that stay the same every month on a consistent basis. So what are the costs of operating your business on a monthly basis? If you have a brick and mortar business, you may look at your rent or inventory costs. If you have an online business, what are the costs associated with designing a website? What are your distribution costs? What are your customer acquisition costs? What are your marketing and sales costs? Setting up a legal structure such as an LLC or a corporation may cost as well. So you will want to put these costs in and determine all of your revenue expenses and evaluate your break-even point. These first five concepts that I just went over, they focus on the product. Uh, The last four concepts that I'm going to talk on is going to highlight the market of your product or service. So the sixth concept is your unfair advantage or competitive advantage. This is one that will take time to answer. You have to figure out what in your process cannot be easily copied or bought. Do you have a proprietary system that's only created by you? This is usually where patents or trademarks come in. Now, when I watch Shark Tank, I often see from the entrepreneurs, whether they're creating an app, they're creating a fitness program, they're looking at a clothing business, they have proprietary systems where they can't be duplicated. And oftentimes they talk about, you know, their patents on their products or services. And that's really what can separate you from your competitors. Other elements that you will see when it comes to your competitive advantage is insider information. So information that you have access to in your industry that no one has access to getting Uh, your board of directors. You may have a dream team. You may have a CFO, a CMO that has years of marketing, years of finance experience where they can really take your company to the next level and you really can separate yourself from the pack specialized knowledge of course so if it's a specific area that you know better than anyone else that's also going to help to your competitive advantage and then your existing customer base so a lot of times when i see shark tank you'll see people that come on the show they talk about how they've been able to do crowdfunding and they've been able to raise capital before they've actually came on the show or if they have any pre-orders when it comes to uh, their products or their service. So all of that plays a tremendous role in a competitive advantage. And this is really one that investors and anyone that you're looking to raise capital with is going to look, look at. Now, the seventh concept is customer segments. So this one is also important as well. This is simply you looking at What your demographic or target audience is So is it 20 to 30 year olds Do you want to focus on serving baby boomers or millennials You have to think about who you would like to sell and give value to This section will help with focusing on how your solution will serve your customer segment problems Now the eighth concept is your channels what are your inbound and outbound channels that will give you access to serving your customers search engine optimization marketing is a great strategy i know some people speak about google adwords which help you be able to move up on you with your website and the search engines being able to uh, go against that algorithm and looking at ways of how you can be able to see your business or your idea being on the internet more actively Uh, also do you have an email marketing strategy where you're able to get potential customers on the email list Uh, one strategy that i see a lot of entrepreneurs do is they'll create a body of content and then throughout their content they'll emphasize to go look at their website for a free work a free resource such as a template or it could be anything a free worksheet that allows uh the the consumer allows the customer to be able to get more insight on what they're selling and what they'll do is is in order for you to be able to get that specific document you have to put your name and email on a website. So automatically that puts you on the email list and it puts you in a funnel where now you're able to send content to that person on a consistent basis. And that could turn into a potential customer. So that's one strategy that I see that a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners uh, do. Uh, this specific section with your channels is where you're going to understand your sales funnel process on how you acquire and retain customers. Are you able to also run ads through your social media to gain traction with your product or service? When you look at Instagram ads, uh, Facebook ads, people are really actively getting a lot of impressions and getting a lot of uh, just traction when it comes to their product and service just through social media ads. I, I think that if you have a great platform where you have followers, where you're able to do that, I think that it could be a game changer for you. Uh, Also LinkedIn. I think with LinkedIn, a lot of people underestimate how the amount of organic value that you can get on that platform, because one thing that's great about LinkedIn is that you don't have to have a list of followers to be able to get other people to see your content or your posts. And it, and even if you're, you know, in business to business or business to consumer, I think that LinkedIn is a great way to leverage being able to bring more business into, you know, your uh, your company. So I, I definitely think those are great options. And these are questions that will help guide you in this process. Now, lastly, the ninth and final concept is revenue streams. Now, when it comes to this concept, you want to look at what your revenue model is. So are you direct to consumer? Do you have an online business where you sell products directly to your consumer? Is your business uh, heavily involved with getting customers in the door, such as you're working in a brick and mortar building? You know, where do your sales come from? That's really what you're trying to identify. Uh, What are your pricing strategies for your product or service? So you may want to look at whether you have a subscription base with your clients where on a monthly basis they're paying for some content that you're offering or a service that you offer online. You may even look in this specific session at your operating margin of profit, which is your operating profit divided by your net sales. This essentially measures your profitability. And this is a great section to understand the pricing you offer to your customers and how it creates ongoing revenue for your business. People buy value and the more value that you give, the more money that your business will generate over time. So as I've discussed throughout this episode, um, a business plan, as far as the traditional format, it can take weeks to put together and it's more of a necessity when your company is in the growth and investment stage Uh, one thing that's great about a lean business canvas is that it, it allows you to be able to be more precise on your business plan and being able to really highlight the key elements that are going to present the most growth for your company And I think that when it comes to the traditional format, you know, with the business plan, you know, when you have financial projections that you can actually show, you have a great board of directors. When you're able to put together a feasible funding request, I think that that's when you will look at that method. But for someone like myself that's just starting out as an entrepreneur I think it's wise to start first with a lean business canvas because it's going to provide that foundation and then you'll eventually be able to grow into developing something more expanded. So thank you so much for you all for listening to this episode. If you could please rate and leave a review on this podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Also subscribe. There's a subscribe option with any platform that you use to stream this content also if you can support the patreon page where i create exclusive content that's access only to people that are through my patreon website and it presents early access to all of my episodes i also even offer bonus episodes and also with patreon i have the mastermind group that's also with that as well and also including the financial planning zoom video calls where i'm able to just give some great guidance on instructing you on being able to manage your finances so thank you so much for tuning in to the 26th episode and take care